Welcome to Link Adelaide. The 2012 Crack Theatre Festival. And I'm joined on the line by Eloise Marie, whose uh, show, Toilet Show, is part of the 2012 Crack Theatre Festival. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Now, it's a show based on writings on toilet walls. It's actually um, entirely verbatim. We've collected a lot of toilet graffiti mm-hmm. and created a script out of it. Cool. And where did you find most of the graffiti? Um, we mainly found it around Brisbane and the coast, um, a lot of bars and pubs and also public toilets. Mm-hmm. And did you visit both male and female toilets to gather the material? Oh, absolutely, yes. Did you find one, do you find there's any kind of preference as to which one has the most um, interesting graffiti in it? Well, they're definitely different. We found that um, the male toilets um, were generally, there was a lot more kind of sexual jokes and um, as well as philosophical statements, but girls' toilets generally tended to be the I heart Ben or I heart Dan or um, Trudy is a bit, you know, Trudy is a bitch or whatever. So there was definitely a difference between the two genders. Cool. I mean, I was, I was sort of more as a male domain thing. It's probably because I am a man. I've only really had experience going into men's toilets and cubicles and those. Um mm. But yeah, it's kind of surprising a little bit that it's it's prominent with both and that there is some kind of difference there. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It is really fascinating. I mean, we really wanted to investigate the reason people write on toilet walls in our show, so um, we really kind of dug deep underneath it. And what we did find is, although there might be some differences between male and female writings, Essentially, what's underneath is the same, which is that people have these things they want to say, but they can't say them in public, and so they find other ways to express them. Cool. And then how do you how do you go about turning what tend to be fairly short, sharp, little gems of wisdom, and some of them are quite amazing when you read toilet graffiti and you go, that's really, really profound. I can't believe you wrote that while you were sitting down doing a job. <laughs> um, how do you turn that from those disparate things into a show? Yeah, it's definitely a challenging task, um, but I guess we really, yeah, we really looked into what was um, really fascinating about this toilet graffiti, and we decided that we were going to take the journey of following three characters on a night out. As they get um, more and more drunk, they kind of find ways to express the things that they've been keeping in more and more. and there's this interesting correlation between the reason um, people get drunk and also the reason people write on toilet walls. It's all about not being able to get these feelings out um, and communicate things. But we kind of um, have dropped in these surrealist moments um, increasingly throughout the show as it goes on, which may or may not include a toilet paper dance to the Swan Lake music, <laughs> um, to kind of to kind of accentuate this this idea that um, the characters need to get things out but they're not quite finding the right ways to do that mm. and it's something you know obviously there's just something beautiful about performing swan lake with toilet paper um <laughs> but there's also something there's something kind of i don't know whether it's comforting but sometimes it can be nice to sit there and read these profound things in a cubicle and when you go to one expecting there to be a whole whole wall of quotes and things on a wall and they've painted over it, you can kind of get a bit sad. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, they're fascinating resources. And, um, yeah, it was really interesting for us to look at them and say, you know, there's a lot of um, humour here and a lot of people, you know, kind of keeping their head above water. 
by poking fun at things, but there's also a lot of desperation and loneliness, um, particularly in high school toilets, actually, which were another location we looked at for the mm. show. Do you think there's a way that people actually get some solace out of some of those things that they write? Do they get replies? Are there many kind of reply situations you see? Well, I'm not sure if they do. I mean, occasionally you do have conversations on the walls, but I don't know how often they're really encouraging. Like, there is there is this... Um, there was this writing that we found that was someone was asking, you know, best ways to kill myself, and someone wrote planking, and then someone else wrote back, um, true that, but don't you're loved, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, I don't know how deep the conversations are, but um, they definitely are very interesting to work with in did, theatrical context. Yeah, absolutely. And did you have any? I mean, I suppose it's it's a certain thing that you can go and you can go and collect that kind of material without people really knowing that that's what you're doing but did you face any resistance from people um no we actually had a lot of support we have a facebook group and people are always um posting up toilet graffiti that they found and yeah that's another really interesting thing for me about the show is that you know this whole city has created this show you never know who's written what that they may come to the show and yeah, there's something really joyous in the fact that people have written these anonymous messages and then we're replaying them back to them, trying to give them the meaning that we found. Obviously, it's a, you're from Brisbane and you've created it, created the work in Brisbane and they bring it down to Sydney for Crack Theatre Festival. What's kind of been, I suppose, your history in terms of creating art and what's led you to, in the end or most currently, work with toilet graffiti? What brought me to this point in my career? Um, well, I have always worked with um, kind of youth-driven theatre, so my work, so like most often, more often than not, being informed by Generation Y and mm-hmm. um, kind of the trials and tribulations that Generation Y go through, um, and that's led me to do quite a lot of kind of grungy youth theatre shows, um, often in non-traditional theatre venues. And I guess, yeah, the toilet show, we've done it a few times, a couple of times in Brisbane for different experimental performance nights and festivals, and the response has always been really good. And <laughs> it's interesting you can have this idea that you think is, you know, maybe ridiculous or absurd or isn't going to work, but then um, it just so happens that it does. So. That's the reason I'm still working with the toilet show and um, it will possibly go further in the future. Cool. And have you got any other things that you're working on at the moment? Um, yes, actually. I'm bringing an Indonesian artist um, to Australia in November for a residency with um, myself, a sound artist and a video artist about the end of the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you, at, the, at the end of the world, things have been pretty interesting kind of this year as well because, I mean, Growing up, and I assume you would have had the same scenario about 2012 being the end of the world, and it's been much, much quieter than I was fearing or predicting. Yeah. I thought there'd be lots and lots of talk about this being the the final year. I mean, it's all it's all nonsense, really. But um, I was expecting it to be played out a lot more than it has been. Yeah, well, we kind of, a little part of us wanted to add to this hype of it being the end of the world and the age of the end of the age of Aquarius. Um, I think what's really fascinating is the fact that throughout history, man has always, like, predicted that the world is going to end. Mm. And yet, it never has. It never has even really come close. So, 
Yeah, there's an interesting question of why why are people always making that predictions? Is it like feelings of unsafety or uncertainty or this idea that, you know, everyone should die, so therefore the world is going to end? Mm. I don't know. It's very, very interesting. That's obviously, I guess, sort of a, a bit of a starting point for what you're going to look at in November, which sounds absolutely fascinating. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Do you have an end product for that? Um, well, that yeah, that's um, going to have a public outcome at the Judas Wright Centre in November. Um, okay. And it's also potentially going to be performed in Sydney um, in the first week of December. Awesome. Sounds fantastic. And uh, what are your plans for during crack? Obviously, the toilet show is going to be a big part of it for you, but uh, have you got any other shows you look forward to seeing or any other things that you're really looking forward to about crack? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the whole event. Um, The panels look really fantastic. There's some great workshops with artists I really admire, and um, a lot of those shows look really interesting. There's an Indonesian dance performance I'm really looking forward to seeing. So, yes, I'm definitely excited about my crack theatre experience. Cool, and it's less than a week away now. Yes, it is. Well, I hope uh, Toilet Show runs incredibly well at Crack uh, Theatre Festival 2012. I'm sure it will. Um, Eloise, thank you very much for your time. And uh, if anyone wants more details about that show, you can head to our website, linkadelaide.com.au or the Crack Theatre Festival website. Yeah, have a fantastic show. Thank you so much, Stephen. For more info, visit our website, linkadelaide.com.au or find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide.